what's going on everybody it's charles back in action on the audio podcast i know the last podcast i recorded like 700 months ago i said the same thing but i'm dead serious now back in a place where i can actually focus and commit to doing the audio show for you guys it has been a billion and a half years since that last recording and for that i'm just gonna come out and say it i'm sorry i really am sorry for that i get questions every day charles where's the audio podcast what the heck happened what are you doing? I kind of explained it in that last episode, but you probably haven't listened to it. And if you did, it was forever ago. So let me fill you guys in a little bit again on what happened, why I stopped the audio show, why I stopped the Q&A show for a while, and what maybe I might do about that, and some of the awesome things that happened in 2019, and really what 2020 is going to look like for me, for us, for the fleet of cars, and uh, hopefully it'll be another really, really rad year coming up. So if you missed it before, what happened was I had some website issues and had to, I, I had to, like forced to by the hosting company, stop putting anything on the website, complete website redesign, complete change of the structure of the site and how it was set up and how it worked and my workflow of it changed a little bit too. So I just sort of put everything on hold. Unfortunately, uh, I have like the worst time judgment. So it felt like, you know, a couple of weeks, it turned out to actually be a few months, uh, which is really embarrassing. I'm like kind of embarrassed by all that. So it turned out to be a couple of months. And then now everything's straight. It's back. The holidays are over. This today's, I don't know, January, early January. So uh, we're back committed to the show. And I'm excited for that because I really, really enjoy doing the audio podcast. Now, as far as the Q&A show, this is another one where you guys are asking me all the time, Charles, what happened to the Q&A show? That was like, sort of the root structure of your video series on YouTube and as well as the audio podcast. And, you know, that was great because we love sending you questions and, you know, you do an okay job, hopefully anyway, <laughs> answering them for us. And there's a couple of things that happen when the audio... So really, there's two motivators for the Q&A show. The first one is community service. I really, truly want to try and help you guys with your cars. I really do. Or tools or being a technician, or whatever it is. I really, really want to help you out with that. Uh, so community service is one, and the main one. The second one is, and it really, uh, all along, has been a driver to do the videos so that I could make them audio shows. In fact, I tried to do an audio show years ago when I first started the Q&A show. I tried to do it as an audio show and, frankly, couldn't figure out how to get it all dialed in on the website and tied in with iTunes and Stitcher and Google and all that stuff. So I was like, whatever, it's easy to hit record. And, you know, from a technology standpoint anyway, it's easy to hit record and post it on YouTube and then it's there and I don't have to do anything else other than like do a blog post and embed it on the website, which, I mean, it's been a while since I've done that, so it'll probably take me a bit, but legit like 10 minutes worth of work is not very hard to do, just 10 or so minutes worth of work. And it lives in two places now. It's on YouTube where the attention potential it's huge compared to my website. And, you know, it's 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 plus and plus, plus, you can see I'm a little rusty here, and plus it lives on the website and that, you know, then can be shared out to, uh, to all the other platforms, uh, Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. So I all along wanted the video Q&A to be kind of paired up with an audio show. It just took a while to get going. And so once the audio stopped, there wasn't that big of motivator to get the Q&A show done. And even though like the actual production of those videos isn't very hard, it doesn't take very long compared to doing like a DIY video, 
it's the research behind it that does take quite a bit of time because I want to do a good job. I want to answer your questions. I want to put in the effort to research your question and see if I can truly help you and not just off the cuff, hey, I think it's this or say, I don't know what the heck your problem is, right? I want to do a good job and, and do these questions for you. So uh, the, the, the research on it does take some time. So the other thing is the Q&A shows traditionally compared to the DIY videos or even tool reviews, which I'll talk about tool reviews in a minute, probably, maybe. Uh, it's not on my notes, so I may forget to do it. Um, the the Q&A shows are considerably lower views, like a lot lower. Again, it's the community service aspect of it and the audio podcast aspect of it, which is the driver for them. So I never really cared individually about the video not getting a ton of views. I was totally cool with that because, again, community service. However, what I was worried about was low views on a Q&A show. So let's, let's say we posted two videos a week or three videos a week. Let's go three videos a week. Q&A show on Monday, DIY video on Thursday, uh, Wednesday, and like a, I don't know, uh, industry-related video on Friday, tips for new technicians, we'll call it. So what I was concerned about is that Q&A show being such a lower percentage of the total views for that week actually dragging down the opportunity to have the next video shown to the audience. So what you guys probably know about YouTube and Google and Facebook's the worst about it too, is that if you like a page or you subscribe to my YouTube channel, that doesn't guarantee that you're going to see that I put a new video out. You have to tell YouTube, hey, I want to be, I already subscribed to this. I want to be notified of it. But you also have to retell them in another way by dinging the bell. That's why you always hear YouTubers say, ding the bell for subscribe uh, or for notifications, which is, uh, I do it too. Um, so you also have to do that. In addition to that, let's say you get notifications on your phone. You also have to tell your phone, hey phone, give me alerts for, allow YouTube to alert me that there's an alert, right? Send me push notifications. I, I think is what like Apple calls it anyway. Android may call it the same thing. So what I was worried about is low views on that Monday video, meaning that the Wednesday video and the Friday video not getting shown to as many people. So I wanted to do a test and see, is that factual? Because YouTube says, you know, each video lives independently of all the rest of them. There's no you know, video that'll impact another video. I don't buy that because let's be honest, I think we can all agree that YouTube and Google and Facebook and the rest of them, this is not picking on YouTube and Google, that they all lie about what they do. They also, we are not monitoring what you're researching or we're not listening to your phone calls or, uh, you know, your phone doesn't record anything you say while it's, it's not unlocked. Well, have a conversation with your buddy and then see what the next advertisement you get on Facebook is and tell me that they're not recording. So... I think, I think we could agree it's all a bunch of baloney, but I, I wanted to prove that out, and I think I actually did. I think I did prove, for my channel anyway, that not doing the Q&A show actually led to better views on the rest of the videos. So that's a bad thing when we're looking at the, the other videos, right? The DIYs and the industry-related stuff. Uh, for the Q&A show, it doesn't matter, but for the other ones, it kind of does. So I'm probably going to kick the Q&A show back up because I want to see now, today, what happens when we do it again? They're always changing things. They're always moving the algorithm around for different channels and testing different stuff. So it may be now where six months ago that did impact overall views. It may be now that it doesn't. And that's fine. Um, again, I, I don't care about the individual Q&A show. It's the rest of them. I don't want you to miss the opportunity 
to get notified of another video because you hate the Q&A shows, right? I think, I think that's a pretty reasonable thing. And because all these videos live on YouTube, I got to kind of play the YouTube game a little bit, even though my main focus for those is audio only. So the other option for me is to just do audio only, which is honestly way easier than doing the video. I don't have any video editing. I have a tiny bit of audio editing, but barely any, uh, barely any audio that editing that I do. I, I tweak the audio a little bit. I cut some background noise out and uh, that's about it. If there's any long pauses or weirdness, I'll cut that out too, but it's super quick. If it takes me you know, 45 minutes or we'll call it an hour to edit the Q&A show video, it's like 10 minutes because I don't even listen to the whole thing on the uh, the audio. It takes me about 10 minutes to just cut out the big spaces. I, I don't even listen to it. I just look for the big openings in the audio, uh, the audio waveform and cut them and then render it and upload it. And it's super duper quick. So there's that option too. In fact, if you guys would do me a favor, let me know what you would rather have. Would you rather audio only? Would you rather both? I like both because it's like double the content for the same amount of work. I assume if you're listening, you probably prefer the audio only anyway. And I like the audio only. I think it's fun. And I don't have to uh, find my hat or, or uh, you know, put my makeup on or get fancied up or anything like that. Total joke. I don't wear any makeup. But I can do it at, you know, 2 a.m. when I'm in my pajamas. So let me know what you think. Swing over to the blog and uh, drop that down in the comments. So let's move on. Let's talk about the Humble Mechanic fleet that I have currently right now. So I actually just sent one parts car away, uh, 2,000 Mazda Miata. Right now in the compound, we have six cars, 2005 Passat, 04R32, still have the white Wookiee, 98 GTI, uh, 2019 Golf R, 2015 Torag, and the 99 Mazda Miata. So let's uh, hit it. We'll go with the Passat first. Uh, have a call with GearWrench. I'm gonna try and do something really good for the community and donate that car out. Maybe do some work with some local community college or high school or something like that on teaching the the guys and girls how to work on VWs. R32, R32 is in a good spot. There are some things that I wanna do to it. Uh, redo the blend doors with foam, uh, pull the carpet out and clean everything out there. Apply maybe some more sound dampening. I'm not worried about weight. So apply some more sound dampening. I wanna do a new radio because the radio is old even though it's factory and I love that. I think it's time. Having the 19 Golf R, I really want CarPlay now. Uh, and we got to do the rear suspension bushings, which we didn't do when we first got the car. We went through the whole front, but we didn't do anything with the rear. So uh, I want to redo that. And there's probably a handful of other things that I'd like to do to that car. Nothing major, recover the headliner and get that all straightened out and everything too. But um, the, the blend door thing is probably the biggest one because that's dash out that's carpet out, full interior gutted, and fixing everything. So there may be some overlap. There may be some overlap in that one. Uh, there was one other thing. I want to redo the engine room harness as well and put new sheathing on everything and make it look nice and pretty as I feel like that car deserves. Get some of that weird. Uh, if you watch the video of when I got it, all the underhood plastic is covered in this like weird plasticky substance. Um, it's like got a coating on it. And I think it's from all the engine shine that was put on it over its life and it car the car being in Florida. So I want to get all that stuff cleaned up and make the engine bay look nice, not shaving it, not doing anything that's beyond factory. I just want to clean it up and make it look nice. 2019 golf R currently sits at stage two, uh, for 2020, we may do coilovers. We may do an exhaust. I'm not hundred percent sure. I really don't want this car to be loud. I have a handful more videos to do on it. I need to do a video all about the expel. 
the paint protection film on it, which will be fun. Some more coating changes that I want to do. I do want to turn off stop start. When I first got the car, it didn't really bug me, but um, it has as of late. And so I want to code that out. And my wife complains about it. So there's not many bigger motivators than your wife complaining to you about something to actually get something done. So uh, that'll be coded out. And there's probably some other coding changes. We just did the Kessie rear door handles, which I absolutely love. I took a spirited cruise with the fam today and used them every single time I unlock the door, I use the rear door handle. So uh, part of that may be just to, you know, make myself feel better about all the work that it was, but very, very, very pleased with that. Torag, Torag is in a good spot, needs tires, needs brakes. Other than that, she's pretty good. Probably a little more maintenance. I should do a trans service, diff service, um, transfer case service, both diffs as a matter of fact, pollen filter, and then we're gonna tune it. Uh, VW just came out with a campaign for ECM software on the Torag, so it needs to get the new software from VW. Then what I'm probably gonna do is send my ECM out to Kerma, have them clone it, and then send it back so that if something ever happens and I have to go back to stock, I can send them the ECM, they can put it back to how it was, and then I don't have any issues with the tune. Uh, there's only like 10,000 miles more warranty on it, I think, maybe more than that, I I'll have to look but I surely don't want to TD1 that car. TD1 means it's flagged for uh, warranty. Uh, I don't want to do that on that car. The Golf, I don't want to do it either, but it's not as big of a deal because it's far easier and cheaper to fix the Golf R than it is the Torag <laughs> uh, if something were to go wrong. So uh, so I, I don't really want to mess with that one. I want that one right. Plus that's become Mama's car and we don't want to have Mama's car down and that's going to be my tow vehicle for the next car that we're talking about, which is the Mazda Miata. Uh, this car, I, so I mentioned the silver car that I picked up for parts, swapped the whole front end. So the Mazda looks pretty nice now, other than being two-toned. Got four videos coming up on it that I'm partnering with Advanced Auto Parts, which is awesome. And we're going to do a bunch of maintenance and some cool stuff there. Uh, you guys are going to be like, Charles, why don't you twin turbo this? You know, put an LS in it, do whatever. Uh, we're going to do some cool stuff with it probably next year. But this year, it's going to be stock. I am going to keep it stock so I can autocross it in street class and be completely embarrassed and not be competitive at all because those street class guys with Miatas are really good drivers, and I am not that. So uh, we, will, we will embarrass ourselves for this season of autocross, but it'll be fun because it'll be stock, and then uh, we'll do an engine swap or something with it probably over next winter. Uh, so that'll be winter 2020 to 2021. I did a video on buying that parts car and how that really paid off for me. Check it out. It, it's kind of a cool video, and there's some cool stuff that we did to the uh, both cars in, in that video. Moving on to the Golf, the uh, the GTI. Ugh, I don't even know what to do with this car, I'll be honest with you guys. I, I love it. I don't want to get rid of it. I've put a lot of time, effort, and energy into it. It's been a staple of the channel for a long time, um, so I'm hesitant to sell it. However, it just sits. I just don't drive it. I mean, the the Mark III is a cool car, but when you have an R32 as a car you can drive, you choose the R32. When you have a Golf R to drive, you choose the Golf R or the R32. Uh, so I, I don't know what to do with it. Um, I would love to. I would love to sell it to somebody that is going to finish out the project, which it does not need much uh, to be a really, really rad, fun car. I mean, it's already pretty rad and fun. Brakes need to be straightened out with a uh, rear brake upgrade, I think. I think we'll solve the problem. And then it's pretty good after that. Maybe shorten down the shifter because it's kind of rowing, boat, rowing gears uh, with a kind of a long shift after putting the O2J box in it. 
but um, you know we'll we'll see we'll see what what comes up next with that one. I do have another project card coming probably within the next week. I'm not going to talk a ton about it until I have it, until I've evaluated it, and I I have all the things that I want to do to it completely lined up, ready to go. Almost like I don't even want to mention anything till I have parts and I'm starting to work on it. Uh, but there'll be another project car coming. It will be a lot of fun. You guys have asked for a lot of these things over the last two years, and we're finally going to get them done. So that should be a lot of fun. Another thing we have coming, and I'm not sure how to really document this with you guys. I'm actually kicking around doing like a daily quote unquote vlog, ugh, vlog type series on this that's going to be coming down the pipes pretty soon. We're actually building a new garage. Um, it's going to be an addition to our house. It'll be a new garage. It'll be an office for me, a bathroom. My wife's really excited because she gets a new closet. So mama's happy. Daddy's happy. And, uh, we get, um, it's going to work out to be a thousand square feet. So it's not huge, but it's not tiny either. I think that'll be enough room to get myself into as much trouble as I need to get myself into with, uh, with storage space. So that'll be cool because we'll be building. We'll go through the build process. We get to design the garage, which I'm terrified of. Uh, I struggle with that kind of thing when I'm not in the space. And so to like visualize it is challenging for me, but I may enlist some help from you guys on, uh, on that one. So all in all, 2019 was a rad year. A uh, lot of cool stuff, a lot of big road trips, hanging out with my buddies in Indy 500. SEMA was amazing as always, even though we didn't do our road to SEMA, that was still a pretty, pretty intense thing. Did my first Waterfest, which the thing I can say about that is it was hot. Oh my God, was it hot all weekend out in a hot pavement racetrack area. Whew. I don't know. Y'all, I don't know if I'm going to do that one next year. It was, it was not, it was a lot of fun, but it was kind of miserable too. And I think my laptop actually is kind of wrecked now because it was sat in my car all day. Uh, the data that I left visited VW of America headquarters, which was a lot of fun. Visited a place called second chance garage that does a lot of really cool stuff with low income families and getting cars ready for them, doing a, doing a good service to them with, um, cheap car repairs and, and training technicians. And that was all with gear wrench. So, uh, we're going to be talking more about that on my call that I have with them today. As you guys are listening to this, if you listen to the day that it comes out, visited VCDS, which I love those guys. So that was a lot of fun. If you notice, I put out a couple old videos too, some like suspension work on the R32, uh, catback exhaust on the Mark V. I actually had the guy that edits Paul's videos, shopped at Paul's videos, edit some of my old footage that I just never got to. So that's good to be able to get that footage out and make all that hard work, you know, worth it. Not super worth it because I had to not only do the work, then pay to have the videos edited, but at least it's, you know, sort of closure on that white project and some of the old stuff on the, the blue car, the R32 that we didn't get to. So what are we looking at for 2020? Guys, 2020 is gonna be bonkers. Already, like I mentioned, got a new project car coming. Uh, we got the Miata to finish the blue car, the R32 and the yellow car are good for a while. So there's probably not going to be a ton that we're going to do. Nothing major anyway. We'll do some little stuff. In fact, my next R Golf R video may be a crackle tune versus a regular tune type video. I'm kind of working with integrated engineering on that. We'll see if they can get the crackle tune put back on the server for me to do that video. Uh, in a couple weeks, I'm actually going to Finland again with Nokian tires, which I am so excited for that. We are going to be driving cool cars in the Arctic Circle. I have one video planned about tires and winter stuff, and I want to go hunting for VW Audis while I'm in Finland, 
which should be a lot of fun. I, I hope I have some free time to do that. Not a ton of cars up in Evolo, but in Helsinki, there was tons and tons and tons of VAG cars. So I'm gonna probably go VAG hunting. Uh, my wife won't let me call the video VAG hunting in Finland. So probably go hunting for cars up there uh, during that event. And that'll be really, really cool. Second time in Finland, second time out of the US. So I'm, I'm as jazzed as you could be for a trip about that. Wookiees in the Woods, I will be there. I'm probably going to bring both cars, so I'll have somebody coming with me, which will be a lot of fun. And we'll uh, we'll take the R32 and the Golf R around, the Tail of the Dragon and that. A, a ton of fun. In fact, this week, Paul, Shop Dap Paul, and I are going out to um, Fontana and the Tail of the Dragon to do some scouting. We're also going to Helen, Georgia to do some scouting. We want to plan some cruises and some kind of rally thing for both of those two events, which... Uh, which will be good. It'll be kind of an exclusive thing. Limited, limited participation, I guess, is is what uh, is what I would call it. So that should be fun, and we'll we'll figure some cool stuff out there. It's always good hanging out with Paul, anyway. And then I love, 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 love the mountains of North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. So that uh, that's fun as well. Uh, got Import Alliance down in Atlanta on my calendar. It's like the end of March, I think. So that's kind of right before Wookiees. That should be a lot of fun. There's also one event between Import Alliance and Wookiees in the Woods uh, that the Auto House Social Guys are doing. So I may go down to Atlanta for that as well. I guess I'll be in Atlanta a lot this year, but I like Atlanta. So that uh, we actually came close to moving to Atlanta. That was another reason why I slowed back on the audio podcast, if I never told you guys that, uh, is we actually came close to moving to Atlanta. So fun, but I'm glad we stayed because I like it here. So in 2019, I attended the Vision High Tech Training in Kansas City, which was my first time there. Amazing technician training. Guys, if you are a technician, independent, dealership, mobile, don't care. You need to get to this event. It is fantastic. Top-notch, some of the best automotive instructors in the country, some of the best technicians in the country. Great networking event, great learning event. They have a tool expo. It's amazing. Like, you need to go. Now, after I said all that and did a pretty good pitch on that, it's, it's fantastic. I was blown away. I wish that VW had this level of training for its technicians because it blew away any tech, any any manufacturer training I'd ever been to. It was that good. So you guys need to get there. That said, I will not be there this year. It falls on my daughter's birthday, and uh, they're actually having a big birthday party for my grandmother, so I will be in Chicago that weekend rather than Kansas City, which I'm bummed about, but family first always. So we got to do that. And, uh, that, uh, well, it'll be fine. We'll have, we'll have a good time, but I'm going to miss out on vision this year. So there's an open spot. Someone needs to fill my spot while you're down there on training. I am working with SSF. I believe again, this year, we're going to be putting together a couple of new classes, more focused on the Audi side than the VW side. Hopefully a couple more locations should be doing six in-person training. I think we're going to do six video training and we're going to be trying to do a bunch of webinars. So I will keep you guys posted on that. I don't have any dates or any scheduling. We're still trying to put all that together and get 2020 really firing. Uh, there was some turnover at SSF, so we're a little bit behind, but we're we're working on that. And I think that'll be really, really fun. SSF does a good job with their training. So I, I am excited about that. I love, love teaching those classes. It's a whole lot of fun. You get to meet some amazing technicians and learn a ton too, right? I, you know, I'm the one standing in front talking, but I love that. Different parts of the country have different methods and see different problems. And I love putting all that together. And I have an amazing co-instructor, Andy, who's just... A, a, <laughs> look, this is how I put it. 
I love having Andy as a co-instructor because he's way smarter than me. And um, that is a huge advantage for me. So it's fantastic. A great dude too. So always uh, always a pleasure working with Andy. And uh, once once that schedule hits, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on that because if you're in the area and a professional technician, it would be amazing to have you in class. If you're not a, a technician or a pro technician or you just don't want to pay like $400 a day to come to one of these classes, we can talk about doing meetups or something like that too because I, I enjoy that as well. There's a, a kind of a big difference between a meetup with fans and teaching a class and I don't want those to kind of interfere with each other, but we can kind of schedule them together so I can capitalize on the trip, hang out with you guys, and teach really rad classes. So that's really what's been going on, what 2020 is going to look like. It's going to be just an amazing year. I am so excited about so many things. It's hard to really contain that excitement and just record this audio podcast for you guys, uh, which I am also excited I'm like shaking my fists in excitement. I'm excited to get back to because I really, really do enjoy this. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Based on the numbers, it looks like you actually guys have been listening, uh, even though I haven't put a new one out in quite some time. So I'm super thankful for that. I appreciate you guys being patient with me. You have my commitment to the audio podcast again, which uh, is kind of where all this started anyway. So boy, how awesome is it that it's come full, full circle? So with that, I'm going to wrap it up, guys. As always, questions or comments, swing over to the blog and leave them there. If you haven't popped over and checked out the latest handful of videos, you can always do that. There will, of course, be links to the YouTube channel and Instagram and Facebook and all those other social media. I haven't really got on the TikTok trolley yet. Uh, I'm trying to learn and figure it out and see <laughs> see what I can do for you guys on TikTok. Uh, it's, it's a very different platform for me, so uh, I'm trying to understand it and I'm struggling with that. I guess that's the perils of being an old dude uh, in, in today's world. But who knows? I'll figure it out one day and we'll have some fun there. So guys, with that, I'm out. Have an awesome day. And I'll talk to you again next time.